this is a hundred plus dollar game. Mm-hmm. Oh wow! So I, I'm just casually walking by, and I overhear them. I just overhear, Sui Coden Two just got it, and I literally dead stopped, looked them in the face, and just went, "How much?" <laughs> and they literally, they were so shocked that the guy kind of stuttered and like didn't know what to do, and he just kind of was like. Uh, 60 bucks, and I literally wallet out 60 there, and I was like, sold. Sold. Dang! <laughs> had it, had it, and was just gone. <laughs> I was just like, I'm, I'm sitting in my head going, you know, I won that one. Yeah. I'm not gonna go back. Wow. And I literally did, I, I kind of just avoided that booth for the rest of the trip, because I was like, eventually they're gonna realize. But. Realize I that was, they sold it to me for way too cheap. Yeah. But I was like, I mean, at that point, though, they can't, like, take it back. Like, you know, like, no. you already paid for it, but... They were just so flustered by how, like, direct I was, because I literally just... I dead stopped, just, how much? <laughs> so... <laughs> and I literally wallet out money right there, like, deal. <laughs> hey, guys, and welcome back to the Gaming and Collecting this episode, me and Alex are actually going to be talking about collecting a bit for once by going over some of our experiences at flea markets, particularly the ones in our local area. Going over some of the things we've seen, some of the things we've found, and honestly, just some of our odd odd and cool experiences that we've had over the years going to different flea markets. It's honestly pretty interesting in the long run. But anyways, thanks again for watching, guys, as we discuss the games that shaped us. So, how you been? I've been living. It's Friday. Woo! <laughs> yep. How have you been? I'm tired, and it's been a long week. Even though the last time we talked was only like three days ago, <laughs> but still. It, no, I agree. It, it has been a long week. I think it's been in the air, though. Like, it, it rained. I don't know about you, but it rained a lot this week. The weather was dreary. and It's actually been really sunny up here mm. um, the last couple of days. Did it rain this week or did it rain last week? Now I don't know. It's all mixing together. <laughs> what day? What, what year is it? No. <laughs> I don't know what time. I don't know. Ugh. But, uh, yeah, see, we don't have, see, where I work, I'm, like, super busy again all of a sudden. Um, and we, we don't have, the air conditioning where we work, like, crapped itself, like, a year ago. And we're, le- we're going to be leaving the building pretty soon, so they're not really going to replace it. Any- <laughs> they're yeah. not going to bother replacing it. So, yeah, it's, it's about, it's, like, hot as can be. And <laughs> nothing really we can do about it, so. Uh. But yeah, that that combined with just being extra tired isn't <laughs> isn't helping. Yeah, no, I think too. Like it, it's been super pollen-y recently. Like there's so much pollen, so I've been like kind of congested just from like that. So I think that probably has a little bit to do with it too. Yep. Yeah. So what are you drinking today? I am drink. I think I was drinking this last episode, but I am drinking an Ace Perry Craft cider is a pear cider and it's probably my favorite cider brand ace okay uh today i'm drinking because i went to the liquor store and grabbed something random without looking i'm drinking citizen cider oh you got a cider yeah i didn't want it but i am stuck with it now oh okay well how's it taste yeah like apples it's too sweet for me personally but yeah, some ciders are very, very sweet. Um, uh, if you, like, want a cider that's more bittered, you should get, like, the um, Angry Orchard unfiltered ones. Those ones are more bitter. Like, they're more, see, less sweet, I would say. You might see, like that ha- more. I don't even I don't even know. What, what happened was I grabbed it, and I think when I saw it, I think my brain just thought it said seltzer, not cider. Yeah. <laughs> So then I got home and I looked at it and I was like, oh. Oh no. It's not it's not even the the sweetness I don't like. They're also they're just too heavy. Ah. Uh, heavy for me personally, so. Yeah. No, ciders aren't for everyone. 
No, and if I was going to drink a um, something heavy, I'd rather have like a stout or like an actual beer. A beer. Something that I really enjoy. A beer. <laughs> yep. Yeah, but other than that, it's the week's been pretty uneventful so far. Yeah. I, I almost got t I almost got t boned in a car accident today though. Oh, that's not good. Well, no, that's well, that's okay because I almost got um. Some lady pulled, like, my work is, like, I work in an industrial park, and we each kind of have, like, our own streets, and each little street kind of has a bunch of buildings. So this lady turned down my street, um, and she must have gone to the wrong building, so, like, she had pulled into a parking space, so then I saw her pull in, and I was like, alright, boom, I'm gonna back out. Two seconds later, she's behind me! And she's, like, trying to go around me. As I'm backing out, I'm like, well, can you wait for, like, two seconds? Like, <laughs> she just, like, shoved herself around. I was like, Jesus, like, are you in that big of a hurry? And she turned down and went across to the other street. It was so weird. It scared the shit out of me, though, because I was backing up, and suddenly I'm just like, car? What? So. Yeah, so, mine was more... The one thing that grinds my gears more than anything is people who don't use their blinkers. Ugh. But what, but what annoys me even more than that is people who don't use their blinkers right. <laughs> so they blink the wrong way? <laughs> no, 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 no. So I, I was at, you know the Best Buy nearby where we live? Yeah. So I, I was getting out of that parking lot, and I was about to turn onto the main like drive to get out of the, the mm -hmm. uh, plaza that, that Best Buy is in. So you were I getting, look over. Like you were, were you turning like to get to like, um to the main light so you could turn onto like the main road or was it just yeah. getting out oh, okay well it was getting out of the parking lot so i could get basically out of the plaza oh okay i think i know yeah so i'm sitting there waiting and there's um a, a person coming and i'm pulling out and they have their blinker on so i assume okay oh. they're gonna turn into where i am so yep. i can go Yep. The second I pull out, nope, they keep going, and I'm like, oh shit, so I had to like, I basically did a burner out of there, screeched the wheels, and like, flew down, I was like, Jesus, yeah. it's like. That's why, like, I, I like, it doesn't matter to me if like, it looks like they're slowing down, I wait for them to actually start turning before, because like, I see people do that all the time, and you just like. People blink so early, and it's just like, no, like, I, th you're blinking, so I'm thinking you're turning, but you're not turning, you're turning at the neck. Oh, I hate when people do that, but... Well, what, what got me, too, is this, they were, like, coming to a complete stop, too, and then they just decided, nah, I'm gonna go to the next one, and it was like... Ugh. <laughs> it was like, okay, so, I wasn't upset that, I wasn't really upset that I scared the shit out of them, but whatever. Yeah, I mean, oh, that's so annoying. I hate when people, yeah. I just don't, why can't everyone just blink when they're actually turning and just, well, I, I think the, I think the license test needs to be, uh, re revised because <laughs> my God, Can we some like, people, I feel like we should take out parallel parking and then just do a whole section on turning in blinkers yeah. because I have, I never parallel park. I will park anywhere else. I will walk a mile to avoid parallel parking. I don't care. Like, I just, I refuse to do it. And I never use you'll, it. You'll, you'll walk a mile to avoid parallel parking, but you'll park in the most inconvenient spot in a parking lot just because you don't want to walk across the parking lot. Well, yeah, that's different because I know I can back out of it fine because I'm good at backing out. But parallel parking, uh-uh. Nope, can't do it. It scares me and I'm not even going to try. Nope. I feel like I just you should... shove it. In. I just shove it in there and make it work. <laughs> I feel like you should like learn parallel parking if you're in like an area that like you'll need it, like in Boston or like in New York, like something like that. But like where the one I time am, I, ever... <laughs> I don't need parallel parking. I don't the want one time, it. No, thank you. The one you. time I was ever in like the one time I was in Boston where I actually had to parallel park, I didn't even parallel park. I just shoved it in there and was like, good enough. <laughs> Nope, I will literally drive around until I can find a spot that I can sh pull in without any worries. Nope. Well, fun fact is I was actually going to a uh, a gaming store at the time, which mm -hmm. is somewhat related to our topic today, actually. Oh, spoiler. <laughs> not really a spoiler. Well... That's what the topic... So our topic today is we're actually going to be discussing 
Uh, we're actually going to be talking about collecting on the Gaming and Collecting Podcast a little. What? What? <laughs> you know, the thing that's kind of just been a suggestion <laughs> lately, but um, no, we're actually going to be talking a little bit about uh, flea market um, searching and, flea, and some of our flea market experiences over the years. Yep. So, do you want to like start with, I guess, our first um, flea market experience? Uh, Sure. Do you want me to go okay. first, or do you want well, you to go first? I'll go first, just because I'm pretty sure mine happened first. Yes, yours but, definitely um, happened first. Because I believe okay, I so went with you, so that's my first. You went with me to a later, yeah, probably. So the first one I went to, I went with our um, our mother. Yes. Uh, and it was the first time at a flea market. And this was back in, like, 2000... I want to say 11 or Maybe it was too late 2010. Mm-hmm. But um, this was like the first time I ever really went retro game hunting. Because at the time, this was like just after I... I think it, okay, I think it was 2010 because it was after I got my Dreamcast and kind of started my whole collecting, like um, my collecting journey. Mm-hmm. But I did not have the GameCube yet. And I got the GameCube in early 2011. So it must have been late 2000. It must have been the summer of 2010. How I think about it. Sounds about but, uh, right. So this was like the first time I really ever went to a place that had like retro game stuff abundant, and unfortunately, I was kind of dumb and I bought <laughs> the first thing I saw. So we didn't even the the flea market we normally go to in uh we're in the New England area. So we go to this one particular flea market. I'm not gonna get too into where it is, but um. Mm-hmm. It's got this an indoor building, and then the out, whole outside perimeter has like tents and stuff. Yep. Well, my first trip there, we didn't even get inside the building because I spent all my money outside. Whoops. And unfortunately, what happened was I saw. I saw an Atari Twenty Six Hundred. That came with a bunch of games, and I was like. The inner collector in me. One of the first collecting mistakes is, don't ever buy something that's untested. Yep. Yep. So I bought that, and we uh, we took that along, and then with the rest of my money, I bought a Sega Game Gear Ooh. with um, a couple games. And after that, we headed back because I blew all my money on the first two things I saw. <laughs> yep. Early collecting mistake, and unfortunately, that Atari Twenty Six Hundred was dead. Oh. So, <laughs> womp womp. Womp womp. So. I, it kind of actually ended up burning me with Atari 2600s for a while because I had the dead one sitting around. I was so bitter and annoyed about it. I didn't. You didn't want really... another one. No. <laughs> You're just like screw you, Atari. <laughs> but uh, the on the plus side though, the Game Gear I bought was um, in immaculate shape mm. and perfectly functioning. What? And I love. I used to take the actually. I I was so like in love with the Game Gear at the time. Because of how like unique it was, that I actually took it with me on like camping trips that we had during the summer that year and oh, on yeah. uh, school bus ride. So I was like, everyone's on their phones, and I'm this one jackass with a freaking um <laughs> a giant block, <laughs> a giant brick game gear playing <laughs> playing Sonic the Hedgehog. Yep. I thought I was the shit. <laughs> you were the shit. No, everyone was like, "What the fuck is that thing?" No, you were the shit. Everyone's like, yeah, I wish I was playing that bitch. And then, <laughs> I think after that, because you didn't go to the second trip either. No, I think I went, like, on your third trip. Probably. Because the third trip, the second trip, that was the trip where I got my, I went with um, our dad. Mm-hmm. And that was the trip where I got my hands on uh, my Super Nintendo. Like, I bought the Super Nintendo. We actually went inside this time. And <laughs> inside was a completely different animal, because that was, like, where, like, all the, like, the big-name stuff was at the time. Yeah. And uh, I saw a lot of things that I really wanted, but unfortunately, I only I had a budget of $50 that trip, so... Yep. Basically, all I got that trip was the Super Nintendo and a copy of Star Fox... And Sim City. Heck yeah. Because I made a deal. 
with the guy. I basically I, I gave up. He it was originally going to be a system with two controllers, but I gave up one of the controllers to get Star Fox with it. So that worked out. Yeah, that, that's a pretty good deal. And that's how I got the Super Nintendo. Mm. And then, we, of course, we went back because I only had a limited budget. Yep. So then the next... Because at this point, I was only going to the flea market. Like, it was a yearly trip. Yeah. So the, then the next year we went down... This was, I believe, your first year. I think it was you, me, and um, our mother. And mom, yeah. Because we still didn't have... Um, licenses at the time yeah and so how about we go over what you remember from this trip so i remember um my first trip it was us and i believe we went outside first um you we kind of lost you immediately um and me and mom well, were like yeah one. so fun fact whenever <laughs> Whenever I go to the flea market, I'm on a mission, and you can't stop me, so... <laughs> no, you can't. Um, so, me and Mom had lost you, and we were kind of just wandering around. We were looking at, like, they had shoes, they had shirts, because that's... At the time, I was more into all that, the clothing and stuff. So, we were looking at that. I think I ended up buying, like, a pair of, like, knockoff, like, Nikes or something, and... I don't think I really wore them that much because I don't know why. I think they were trendy at the time and I wanted to be trendy and then I didn't rent them. I'm, I'm sorry, Mom. I'm so sorry. Um, and then <laughs> we wandered a bit more. We looked at some more things and I believe we caught up with you before we went inside the building. But outside there was... Yeah. I think it was also... No, it wasn't cold that time. It was summer. Was it summer? No, it was, it was summer. And I remember because this was... So this was like right when I got my first job, but before I had my license. Yep. So... Because, yeah, that was the summer I worked the first the first year. Woo. So summer of 2012. Yep. But, um... Yeah, so my budget went from, from a whopping 50 bucks to 200 bucks. Oh, no. I was going up in the world this time. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so while they were wandering around doing whatever, I yep. stumbled stump I uh, stumbled across the game booth where I got the Game Gear, actually, the year before. Mm-hmm. And this time I was more... So my big goal was, by this point, I had an N64, yep. but I had no games for it. Because <laughs> <laughs> this was back when you could get an N64 for, like, nothing, but yep. the games were still expensive. Mm-hmm. And... So my goal was just to get a couple N64 games. Yep. I was a bit overambitious at the time because I didn't realize just how expensive some of the the ones I I wanted to play were. Yep. Like I really wanted Conquer, not realizing Conquer was at that time a hundred dollar game. Yeah. I was like, nope, not happening there. Especially because I think around that time wasn't that when the remake came out as well? Like the Conquer. This was long. This was long after the remake. Oh, it was. Whoops! I thought it yeah, came out. Was, around the remake that. came out in like two thousand. Four or five ish, I think. Oh, it did. I thought yeah, it came out. Was, the remake was an original Xbox game. Ooh. All right. I don't know when that came out. <laughs> no. What? No, but uh, this was around like when the internet started like talking about Conquer. Okay, I think was... that's yeah. I think that's when big people started playing it and stuff. Yep. Yeah. Then like YouTube was around. And you could watch the Great Mighty Pooh song. Yes, so. on repeat. <laughs> yeah. But, My um, yeah, so I, I, I was very, I mean, to be fair though, n- not a single person there had Conquer, so it wasn't yeah. even that. I wasn't even disappointed that much, but I think I ended up buying. I bought um, what game did I buy? Did you buy Superman? No, no <laughs> Superman. I got at a retro game store like years later. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, I got um. I think. Oh no, it was Star Fox sixty four. Oh okay, nice. So, uh, fun fact: my first games for the su- for both the Super Nintendo and N sixty four were Star Fox. <laughs> Coincidence? Maybe. Probably not. No. <laughs> and I remember because I bought that, and I bought an expansion pack oh. for the um, N sixty four, just because he had them there, and he gave me a deal with if I bought both, even though Star Fox doesn't require the, the expansion pack. But 
Eh, wasn't that also wasn't that also when you were really into Star Fox like at one point I know you like you you kind of like get into games and sections because I know at one time you were really into Sly Cooper and then Ratchet and Clank so was this the time you were into Star Fox so I was playing I was playing the series yeah at that point because I had tracked down um, Assault and Adventures around that point too yep but I remember finding yeah so I got Star Fox 64 from him and the expansion pack and then we went inside <laughs> and I believe inside I bought a by that because I used um probably about 50 bucks at that mm-hmm. booth and then I'm pretty sure see it's a bit fuzzy what I actually did buy I know I got I also bought Donkey Kong 64 mm. inside nice along with along with a couple there was a like a whole wall of just PlayStation Two and GameCube games, so I bought a bunch of those because they were super cheap at the time. <laughs> yes. Because this was before the GameCube. Like, this is back when you could still go to a GameStop and find like the bins of GameCube games that no one wanted. <laughs> yep. Which is like a far cry from what it's like now. Yep. But I got a few things there, and then spent pretty much all my money. I bought a bunch of CDs as well because I was big into collecting CDs at the time. Mm-hmm. And that was about it for that trip. It was pretty successful. It was like one of the first real like big gaming scores. Yeah. I'd gotten in a while. No. But after that, I believe the next trip. So this basically became a yearly tradition that literally mm-hmm. went on from 2010 to 2019 because I couldn't go in 2020. Yeah. Hopefully this. Hopefully 2021. But um. Woo! So then the next year. In 2013, this was my first year where I had a car, so I could go on my own. You were getting ready to go to college at this point. No, no, no you were still in no. high school. What was? You were, no, I was probably at a dance competition. To be probably. honest, I was probably at a dance competition. But um, or at dance so this class. Was the, <laughs> this was my first year, full time job. Had a car, did not have any real responsibilities yet, mm-hmm. aside from like car payments and insurance. That was basically all I had to worry about at the time. Yep. So this was like the first year where I was like, okay, <laughs> I'm saving up, and I'm going to go big this year. So I saved up 500 bucks, Yep. which took about probably putting aside like a couple, bu- like 20 bucks like a week, probably took probably a couple months or so. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, so this was the year I was like, I'm going big. <laughs> so I went in, I showed up because I like to show up stupidly early to everything. Yes. So I basically showed up like 20 minutes before it actually opened. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, well, crap, I can't get in. So I'm just awkwardly sitting out in the parking lot by myself. And I'm like, okay, I maybe, I, <laughs> this, maybe this was a bad idea. <laughs> maybe but this is course, where I live now. This is but, my new home. <laughs> so eventually it gets to opening. And this is where I realized my second mistake. Showing up. Showing up at exactly... Because the flea market's only open on Sundays. Yep. But, um... The the other mistake to showing up right as it opens is... It's a double-edged sword, in a sense. Because, A, you're the first person there. So you can get to all the deals. Yep. Or get get there before anyone else and get the best, like, what there is to offer. But the problem is... A lot of the people aren't even open yet. Yep. (laughs) They're just, like, just setting up. They haven't shown up. So it's there's a lot of walking around waiting for booths to open up. Yep. And, yeah, so that was my mistake. So I spent about, probably about an the first hour literally just wandering around outside because there was nothing open inside yet. Yep. And But eventually one, one booth was literally a storage container just out in the parking lot filled with video games. Oh, and I was like... Wow. <laughs> I found the treasure. I found the treasure so, chest. <laughs> I went over there and I found Parasite Eve 2, Metal Gear Solid, like a whole bunch of PlayStation games I just wanted for like ever. And I grabbed all of those for about 100 bucks total, yeah. a couple PS2 games, Is two, it? Oh. and 64 games. I think I found um Mar- I think I finally got Mario 64 there. And um I had a Saturn by this point, so I also found they just had two random like Saturn games just chilling out there. It was um, yeah. Sega Sega Rally Two and Virtual Racing. Wow! So I was like, 
how much are those? And they were like, oh, those? Uh, they were like 20 a piece. And I'm like, sure. <laughs> 20 isn't bucks the, for like... Isn't the racing game like really expensive now? No. No? Oh. Really. oh womp womp. I thought it was one of those expensive ones. I was going to be no, like, I've never, steal! I've never, I've never made a score on a Saturn, on a Saturn game. Okay. Is, uh, but you said Parasite Eve too. Isn't that one like pretty expensive now? The Parasite so, Eve game. So Parasite Eve, both Parasite Eves are pretty pricey. Parasite Eve two is probably less than the first one. Mm-hmm. And the fun fact is, the first Parasite Eve, I didn't have Parasite Eve one yet. Yep. So, but I saw two there for really cheap, so I was like, I'll just get two. I'll get one eventually. <laughs> and ironically, after I was finished up there. I went over to the net, the that that same booth I've been to every year, the one where I got the Game Gear and then where I got the expansion pack and Star Fox. Yep. I go to that booth next, and he's got Parasite Eve one. Oh, did you get along it? Along with, yep, along with Final Fantasy Origins, mm-hmm. and Legend of Dragoon. Oh, okay. So that was like three heavy hitters for the um, PlayStation, like for RPGs that I needed. Yep. So I got all of those. Then I go inside. Yep. And this time inside, like, there was a ton of different booths. Yep. And this was still at the time where there wasn't a lot of, um... The collecting wasn't the juggernaut it is now. Mm-hmm. So there was a lot of, um... If you actually knew your stuff, you could make... You could get away with a lot of stuff that, like, the people who, like... They wouldn't really be able to fool you into, like, thinking something's worth what it is rather than what it's really worth. And you were able to kind of, like, you, you could haggle a bit and, like, work mm. prices down and make deals. Basically, you'd, you'd spend a lot of time chatting with the, the vendors and basically... Yeah. Kind of sweet-talking them, you know? <laughs> well, not really so much sweet-talking, more just, like... Well, no, I, them- no, not, like, sweet, but I mean, like, um... Like, being pleasant, being nice. Because I feel like if you're nice and kind, like, people are more likely to, like, be... If you show interest, they're more likely to, you know, start up a conversation and like you and make a deal with you, you know. So, it was it was like that. The way I kind of liken it is, you, A, you're, you show them that you're not a douche. Yeah. But you also show them that you know what you're talking about. And yeah. And you're not going to be easily fooled. Yeah, I think that's, like, the smartest thing is, like, to... Do your research, like, look online, like, go on, like, eBay and see what it's selling for, compare it, um, because definitely don't want to buy something that's super upcharged. So, here's the other thing, though. You gotta know what, you gotta know what stuff's worth. Yeah. But you also gotta be realistic. Oh, yeah, no. Because some people, not, not gonna, not pointing out anybody in particular, like, that I've ever encountered, but some people have very unrealistic um expectations for game collecting oh yeah and they'll oh, be like oh yeah no like the ebay price that's like a thousand dollars for something that's well, eBay, like ebay is its own world like if you're getting your game prices off of ebay you gotta you gotta like sift around because <laughs> not it, it isn't not everything's worth five hundred dollars no but yeah, so basically it's kind of like you you, you got to like really you got to chat, you got to kind of do the finer details. Like you, you'll you'll learn very quickly if they don't want to show you the disc. Mm-hmm. Why don't they want to show, show you the, you the disc? disc? Yeah. They like, don't want to let you look at something. Why don't they want you to look at it? Yeah. I've and always if, had that kind of suspicion. Yeah, and if they don't walk away, it's not worth it. Yeah, at that point, I'm like, nah, I'm good then. Well, cause especially because uh, it, it could be super scratched, or it could just be a totally different game. I've had that happen before. Yeah, and that but, sucks. Um, yeah. See, what I know, one thing, one red flag for me is when you pick up a game they have and it's taped shut. Ah, uh, nope. That I'm not a big fan of, because it's kind of like, why is this tape shut? I get they're trying to prevent theft, but at that point, if it's really that valuable, then you should... You should put it somewhere back and, like, put yeah. it behind something. I mean, it's probably some protocols or stuff. They, But a lot of them, I don't know. Yeah. No, I wouldn't, like, I wouldn't trust that either if I saw something, like, taped shut. Be like, sorry, but I'm not going to buy that. It, especially if it's, like, 100 bucks. Like, no way, I'm not going to buy that unless you show me what it looks like. See, mo- most of the decent sellers you- you'll run into, they have the stuff behind glass. So if you really want to yeah. look at it, they'll... Or behind, like the desk where they're sitting and they're they're watching it like they're not 
not paying attention. Yeah. But, um, yes, yeah, it's just stuff like that. But, yeah, that trip was, I spent a good amount of money, and I pretty much expanded most of my collection. Woo. To a good degree, for the time, anyways. Got a bunch of PS2, a bunch of... Mostly PS2, GameCube, and PlayStation games with a few more N64 games thrown in. <laughs> like, I think that's also where I got Banjo-Kazooie 1 and 2. Oh, nice. <laughs> Finally added those to the collection. Oh, I have the hiccups really bad today. I'm so sorry. You have you have the hiccups in every episode. No, but today they're a lot more consistent. I will well, have the count, to say. The count's up to, like, seven now, so. Oh, boy. <laughs> We're going to have to put... If this was a video podcast, we'd have to put a counter in the corner. Maybe someday. Not to, not not anytime soon. <laughs> well, the, a video pod, a video podcast with us would be really boring because I'm just in the dark, <laughs> in like the dark, and you're. <laughs> well, you not... have to invest in like some light. <laughs> I need to move. I need to move to a new place first. Yeah. So maybe if Bill moves to a new place, we'll video these. Why not? Probably not. Know. That would, YouTube would have to still be around by then. Yeah. Well, Twitch streaming maybe. I don't know. Yeah. but um yeah anyways so after that trip then the next time i went it was uh, me and you yeah we we drove and it was cold (laughs) yes oh yeah because this was the this was the first year i went twice yes and i think i was was i back from college i think i was in college at this point um that time i'm pretty certain i was maybe or i was like a senior or I was older, but no. I think you were actually just getting ready to graduate from high school. Okay, I think that's it. Yeah. But uh, yeah, we went right around September. Yes. And it was cold. Well, not not like freezing, but it was definitely we, sweatshirt weather. We were not dressed appropriately. No, I was wearing I was wearing a flannel. <laughs> that was. And I think I was also wearing a flannel, and that was it. Yeah. And I was so cold. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's alright. There wasn't because it was so late in the year, there actually wasn't a lot of outdoor stuff. Nope. So we um we ended up going inside pretty soon and inside was fine because it was it's like climate controlled in there. Yeah. And this one was probably one of our more chill experiences because I really only brought like 200 bucks again kind of because I wasn't really This was mostly just a, a brother sister bonding trip more than Yeah, anything. we were just hanging out mostly. Yeah, so we went around kind of we saw the stuff um, I forget if this was the year I bought the, I think I might have bought the Master System this trip, my broken oh, nice. Master System. Oh, womp womp. It, well, it wasn't broken in the sense that it, it didn't start, like, it actually worked for, like, a while, but then the, um, the up and down stopped working. Oh. <laughs> on the controller. So yep. I kind of, I was like, well, this stinks. Because you'd be amazed how many... Master some games you can't play without, without an up and down. down. <laughs> yeah. Whoops. But uh, yeah, so that was kind of a bummer. But I, I've since replaced it with a new one. Well, that's but, um, good. Yeah, but there was a couple low key things that time. I yeah. think I bought mostly. Actually, I think this time was mostly CDs. Hmm. I don't know what I bought. I think I might have bought like a DS game. I think I. I think actually this was the one where we bought. I think this is where I bought uh, Soul Silver, Pokemon Soul Silver. Yeah, I think it was. Yeah, that's... you got Soul Silver because this is back when you could find po- like DS Pokemon games for like twenty dollars. Oh yeah, <laughs> the good old days. Back before they were, the cartridges alone were like fifty. Mm. But um. And then I think the yes. only other thing I got was like some stupid knickknacks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. But uh, anyways, guys, we're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back. Woo! Yeah! And we're back. Back. (laughs) Are you going to be okay? Yeah. (laughs) Okay. She she just had a moment in between between parts here, but... um, (laughs) Yup. We're going to continue on now. Yes. So... The flea market kind of, it, it, it was a tradition pretty much, as we were saying before, every year. Like, at yep. least once or twice a year. Yeah. And I went a few times with um, a group of uh, former associates for a while. And the majority of those would be said associates kind of dicking around the entire time. And me mm. 
actually game hunting. Yep. So similar to most of flea, <laughs> similar to most times where I go flea marking, flea, most times where I go uh, flea marketing with friends is I usually am straight up on a mission the entire time and they're just doing God knows what and I will pass pass them by occasionally be like hi how's it going I've got things to do I'll see you later. Zoom. But uh, the only reason see normally I wouldn't bring this one up just because it's not the greatest of memories but it it actually has some pretty interesting ones from back in the day because mm -hmm. uh, this is where I had one of my first real like scores of like collecting. Where, um, so I was going, I was casually kind of walking past, like, one of the booths, mm -hmm. and I just overhear, I overhear the people behind the counter say, hey, I just got in a copy of Suikoden 2. Oh. And immediately, like, now, for context, Suikoden 2 is an incredible JRPG for the, for the uh, PlayStation 1 mm -hmm. that is incredibly rare and mm -hmm. very expensive. Like, uh, this is a hundred-plus-dollar game. Mm -hmm. Oh, wow. So I, I'm i just casually walking by, and I overhear them. I just overhear, Suicoden 2 just got it. And I literally dead-stopped, looked them in the face, and just went, How much? <laughs> <laughs> and they literally, they were so shocked that the guy kind of stuttered and, like, didn't know what to do. <laughs> and he just kind of was like, uh, 60 bucks, and I literally walled out 60 there, and I was like, sold. Sold. Dang! <laughs> had it, had it, and was just gone. <laughs> I was just like, I'm, I'm sitting in my head going, you know, I won that one. Yeah. I'm not gonna go back. Wow. And I literally did, I, I kind of just avoided that booth for the rest of the trip, because I was like, eventually they're gonna realize. But. Realize I that was, they sold it to me for way too cheap. Yeah. But I was like, I mean, at that point, though, they can't, like, take it back. Like, you know, they no. already paid for it, but... They were just so flustered by how, like, direct I was. Because I literally just... I dead stopped. Just, how much? <laughs> so... <laughs> and I literally wallet out money right there. Like, deal. <laughs> new... <laughs> Alright, guys. New flea market tactic. Completely fluster the owner. <laughs> Shock well, them that... so they give you a cheaper <laughs> price. <laughs> oh, my God. That's just one of those things that happens, um... Rarely. On like the spur spur of a moment, yeah. the, and the, it is a, the stars aligned, and you were meant to get that game for sixty bucks today. Yep, and I still have it, and it's a crown jewel of my collection. But um, that is a steal! Holy shit! The the funny part is um, I actually one of the plus sides to me changing my hair all the time mm -hmm. is. I never look the same multiple times. So I, I went back, I've been back there multiple times and I've gone to that booth multiple times and they don't even realize. Oh my goodness. So funny. But um, back to that day, that was also one of my favorite things about like, I don't really know if it's really the same thing everywhere or if it's even a common thing anymore. But this is back when like flea markets had just like the bins of like the PS1 games that were like dime a dozen. like yep. Or like PS2 games or just stuff that like it's not cheap, but it's not like it's not break the bank. Expensive, yeah. So I remember I was browsing through this one like PS One wall, mm -hmm. and it's like I got all three siphon filters for like ten bucks. Wow! Like a bunch <laughs> of just cool stuff, like three of the Tomb Raiders, the Beyblade game, <laughs> Beyblade, <laughs> Mortal Kombat Four, a bunch of just like. Stuff that's not a ch not cheap by any means, but it was also, yeah. like, not that expensive either. Mm. So I scored all that, and then... <laughs> I think my, my budget that rate, that trip was... It was 500 again. Oh, okay. And... Yeah, I, that was my... That was my biggest haul at the time. Like, I had... I think I bought, like, six, 60 games that day. Wow. Because I just... I, I See, a lot of people... They go for the most expensive things. They blow their budget. I was going for like the small mm. things that have more personal value that I'm more interested in. Yeah. So I got like a ton of stuff for like under like. I think I got like seven PS One games for like thirty, like not thirty, like uh, like fifty bucks. Wow, it's pretty like, good. They, well, because they were just. I mean, it's probably different now, but at the time, they no one wanted them. They were just sitting there, and I was yeah. like, okay. No one wants these. I'll take them. I, I'll take I want, them. I want to play I them. I want to learn more. Yeah. I want to know the history of this system. 
Like I think I got all the wipeouts, like twisted metals, like need for speeds, like all the these mm. common games for the time just sitting there and I was like, hell, if no one wants them, I'll take them. Wipeout, is that like a racing game? Because when I think of Wipeout, I think of like that game show. <laughs> No, no. Okay. Well, it's, it, it's it's funny because there was a series of wipeout games. Based okay, off that's of the what TV I show. that's what I thought. So like when you first said it, I was like, he's not talking about like those show games. No, those <laughs> that the PS one predates those shows, Alex. Okay, I wasn't sure. Well, you said PS two at one point too, so I was confused. Even the PS two predates that show. I'm pretty sure, but um, yeah, but no, wipeout was a uh, it's a futuristic racing game similar to uh, F Zero, but you have guns. But uh, yeah, I got th there's three of them on the PlayStation. I got all three of them there. Yeah, so <laughs> yep. that was like my biggest haul. The downside to getting a haul like that though is once you get home, you have to play test everything. Yes. And it takes hours. Mm. Well, because that's it's... one thing too about the flea markets is like you gotta like check everything after because you don't always at like stores and stuff and like. Uh, sometimes booths at conventions they'll like test they'll have like a tv where you can like see it happen but at flea well, market that's actually the that's the ironic part about the sui coden i bought was i bought that thing so abruptly that i didn't even have time to check it i just literally went away with it i'm like and i i literally went halfway down like to like a, one of the the little like uh rest areas and literally did a full-on examination at the table there and i was like Okay, it's good. It's in good condition. Oh yeah, it was, it was. It was. It wasn't mint, but it was um, pretty good. I'd say e eBay wise, very good, probably. Yeah, and playable. It worked. Yes. Which is all and that really matters in the end, if it actually works. I got it for about a fraction of the price. Yeah. But then after <laughs> that, you're all right. Yeah. No, I was just like laughing at like. I don't know. I'm tired. I don't know why. I'm laughing at nothing. Help. I'm losing my mind. Anyways. We, we're, we're already lost, but, um, yeah, so after that, <laughs> I think that this was, so I went with, um, our mother again later on <laughs> the next year just to, uh, just to hang out and, you know, because I was going to go to the flea market regardless and she offered to go with me, so I said, sure. Yeah. So... We went around, and this was the trip where I got my hands on my Atari Jaguar. Ooh. And it was from uh, this one booth, like, really nice guy running it, like, newest stuff, and he wasn't, like, gonna, like, trick you it or anything. Yeah. And he had a Jaguar for sale, and it was a bit pricey. It was, like, 200 mm -hmm. but it came with a controller, the power supply... But it also came with, like, three games. Oh, nice. So I was like, okay. I held on it for a little bit, because I wanted to look, walk around, look around first. Because yeah. I actually bought a couple games from him. Like, I bought, um... He had, a uh, Pandemonium and, um... Uh, Dino Crisis, and I got those from him. And then went around to a couple other booths. I got Mega Man Legends uh, 2, actually, from the booth where I got Suicoden. What? <laughs> And what's funny is he had that one hidden. <laughs> and I had offhand mentioned I was looking for it. And he's like, oh, you mean this? And he just pulls it out. And I immediately was kind of like, yeah, how much you wanted? And he knew in advance because he had it hidden for a reason. But um, mm. it was expensive. It was like, I think he wanted like 90 for it. And I was like, okay. I mean, it's worth more than that now. So Yeah, so made a good deal. But after that, I kind of had seen everything. And I decided, you know what, I really, I want the Jaguar. Like, I... Jaguar is a fascinating system because it's it's not good, but it's also not bad either. It's mm. it's fascinating, like as a system. Well, because wasn't the Jaguar was that system where they they forced it to be sixty four bit, or well, was it? It was, it was. If you want to do some weird math, it was technically sixty four, but in reality, it really wasn't. Also, bits. Yeah. That was during, people... like, the bit war, right? Where everything was yes. bits. Like, everything was about bits. And they, like, it wasn't actually... Because I remember, I remember like, the Angry Video Game Nerd episode where he talked about it, where it was, like, it was originally, like, 32-bit, but they did some sort of funkiness no, 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 to no. make it. it. What, what, was, what happened was, it was, um, they, were, they were making a 32-bit system 
yep. little tangent here, guys, about um, Atari history. They were making a 32-bit system called the Panther first, but that ended up being scrapped in favor of the Jaguar, which had... So the Jaguar is a little confusing. It had a... The chip, I guess, is technically 32 bits, like its main chip. Yeah. And then it had these two. It had these two 64-bit support chips. And what's weird is the chip that it ran. So the Saturn was designed really weird, basically. Mm-hmm. And one of it, it had a support chip, which was a 16-bit, like Motorola chip, which was designed to be kind of like a manager. Yeah. The problem is that that chip was identical to the to like the processors for like the Sega Genesis and the um, yep. Neo Geo at the time. Mm-hmm. So a lot of developers didn't even use the system's actual hardware. They just programmed off the uh, the Motorola chip because that's what they knew. Yeah. Because it was easy to program for. So that's why a lot of Saturn games don't really take advantage of what the, sh- the system was really capable of. Yeah. Because it was, like, really it's... hard to program for. <laughs> uh, not really... Not Sega Saturn levels of difficult, but it wasn't the easiest thing in the world. It was very confusing even though it the saturn the saturn is fascinating just because it was i mean not the saturn the jaguar was fascinating just because it was technically the last true like made in america console like Mm -hmm. ever released like it was made down in north carolina or maybe it was one of the carolinas i believe it was down south in that area they were made manufactured there and build quality wise the thing doesn't die like it Mm. still works even to this day nice and i mean the games aren't bad. Like, the ones I have are fun. I mean, granted, the three games I got with mine were Cybermorph, which is the Where Did You Learn to Fly game. <laughs> oh, I was going to ask. Suit. I was going to ask if yeah. you had that one. <laughs> I had that one. I have, uh, ironically, two of the games are two of the worst. Uh, and then uh, Kasumi Ninja, which is that Mortal Kombat clone with the with the Scottish guy that shoots fireballs out of his, <laughs> you know... I had that, and then the third game was, um, Alien vs. Predator, which was actually really good. <laughs> a really solid game, and of course, after I got it and saw that, it, well, what was cool about that seller, too, was he actually plugged it in and showed me that it worked. That's nice. And he also, oh yeah, I also remember I bought, I bought, uh, I, was, I said earlier, I bought Dino Crisis and, uh, pandemonium from him i also bought fear effect and Mega Man legends one so i got both legends games on that same trip oh wow but he uh, he i remember because he tested legends one for me and uh, fear effect as well nice just because they were more on the more expensive side mm. that was see you love the sellers like that who are super accommodating like they yeah don't care like they'll do whatever well, I think they also, I think they do that when, like, they know someone that, like, knows their stuff, too. Um, yeah. Because, you know, if, like, you go in and, like, you know your stuff and, like, someone doesn't want to show you it, like, you're going to be like, oh, I'm, no, no, sorry, bye. Like, so, I think they appreciate when people know them stuff. Well, it's it's like the eBay thing. If an eBay seller isn't showing pictures of the, like, it won't show pictures of the game, uh, what are they hiding? And if you question them and they still won't show you, Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, run away, (laughs) run away. But, um, yeah, I mean, so that was cool. That was also, yeah, so that was probably, that one was fun, too, because I had to hang out with my mom and just, our mom, and just do, like, (laughs) your mom, she's my mom, too. (laughs) Yeah, shut up. We love you, mom. We know you're listening. (laughs) Yep. So then after that, I think was the last time me and you went together. Yes, I yeah, cause I don't think I've been in quite a no, while. No, because we went in twenty. The last time you went was twenty eighteen, I believe. Yeah, and I think after that is when like I was. We were prioritizing more conventions than. Um, well, that the and you were market. living in uh, you were living in Connecticut at the time. Uh, not twenty eighteen. No, no, well, yeah, oh, yeah, that's right. I was living, I was in Worcester. Right, yeah, you were just getting ready to graduate and everything. Well, I graduated in 2019, so... Oh, wait, no, no, you, you, I think you, no, wait, I'm mixing this up, because, um, I remember, because we went to that restaurant afterwards. 
the breakfast place. You remember it with um, he who should not be named. No, that was a convent. Was that? No, that was a no, flea market. No, that trip. was the flea market. Oh, so that was in 2019. Was... Okay, yeah. yeah. So the like, yeah, the last time you did go was. <laughs> oh, We're sorry. learning stuff here, folks. Sorry, I didn't. You didn't pronounce his name right. His name is. Sorry, no, that's how you okay. pronounce it. <laughs> he also not be named. But uh, <laughs> anyways, move, moving on from that. Yeah, so the, our final trip, that one was a blast too. Because I. So uh, around this point, I kind of. By 2019, I had kind of hit the. Not so much the collecting, I was slowing down. It was more I kind of hit that wall of I have pretty much everything. <laughs> I really want. Yeah. Now I'm just kind of in it for the fun of the hobby. Yeah. So this was kind of, this was actually probably one of the most fun flea market trips I think we had. Because mm. we literally, I went in with no goals. I literally just, we decided we're just going to see what we find. And yeah. Go for it. Just go on an adventure so we, and see what happens. Yeah. So ironically, the first thing we do is we find this booth that has vintage NASCAR diecasts. Yeah. <laughs> and I buy two of them because... Why not? Not gaming-related, not gaming-related, guys, but those things aren't cheap. No. <laughs> these days. And there was just booths selling them for, like, nothing. Yeah. So I scored two that I really wanted, and then I bought you a Dale Earnhardt one that you yeah, just which because. Yeah, it's in my living room, and it's on my TV stand, right in front of my TV. Yep. <laughs> so we did that, and then we, we, went, we browsed around outside, looked at some CDs, yeah. bought a couple. I bought a couple small games. Like, I bought... Yes. <laughs> You guys can't see this, but I'm flailing my hands excitedly because I bought Pokemon stickers. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, there was a booth just selling Pokemon stickers, and she was so happy about this. Yeah, because I got a Bulbasaur, and then I got, um, who else did I get? Oh, I'm brain farting. Uh, it's one of my other favorites, but I can't remember the name right now. Crap, he's really big. Snorlax or Abomination? Snorlax, Snorlax, yes. I don't know why, I just like the, I was brain farting so badly. But yeah, I bought Snorlax and a Bulbasaur sticker. <laughs> I remember that nice too, because you like, because you like, you like grabbed my arm and were like, stop. Stickers! <laughs> we like, look over here, and I'm like, okay. Hello, and it goes down the wrong. Yeah. <laughs> but it was alcohol, <laughs> so it kind of burns. Um, yeah. Okay, okay, just... <laughs> Breathe. <laughs> I'm trying. <laughs> don't don't inhale your drink. I wasn't trying to. It just kind of happened. <laughs> I'm okay now. Well anyways, well, anyways, as I was saying before, one one of my favorite um, we're leaving that in by the way. <laughs> oh no, no. <laughs> but um, one of my one of my favorite things about the outside portion of the flea market was there was just some of the outside booths are so like janky and just half-assed like it's just literally a table with a bunch of shit on it it's like, yeah so you're just kind of walking by you're like okay but that's but sometimes... where you find the gold at the shitty booths that's where you find it well because i'd be walking down i'd look over and there's just nes games just chilling there and i'm like okay i'll look there and then it's like oh you want a dollar a piece yeah sure that's also where you find the deals because when the people don't have the fancy setup booth is that they don't know what they're selling well, no, either that or they just want to get rid of it because it's yeah. taking up space. So That's it's like, it. okay, and I bought a bunch of NES games just because why not? Yeah. But, um, yeah, so we did that. We went around. There wasn't a whole lot of gaming outside that year because yeah. I think that was 2019. Yeah, things were kind of slower that year for some reason. Mm -hmm. But um, so then we went inside, and then what was fun was... One of my ongoing collecting goals right now is I'm trying to track down every single NASCAR game because I'm a big net. We're a NASCAR. We grew up a NASCAR family, so yep. We, we watched a lot of NASCAR. We go but to one the of my races. Went to the races. I, I, I watch religiously <laughs> to this day. I'm an I'm a racing fan. That's not really a secret, but um. Yep. So one of my collecting goals is I'm trying to collect every single NASCAR game ever made. Mm -hmm. And it's it's been going pretty well. I have most of them at this point, but um, this flea market trip was probably the one where I found like some of my big, the biggest like heavy hitters. Mm -hmm. Like I found NASCAR '98 for the Saturn. Oh wow! Like, mint, and the guy literally was like, he was like, nobody's been interested in that. It's been sitting here for years, and I'm like, <laughs> I want it. He's like, he's like, will you, will you do fifteen bucks? I'm like, 
Yes, I will. Yes, because I need it for my collect. Oh my god, that's so funny. And then he, um, and I, I, I bought a few things from him actually because he's he'd been there forever, and I'd I'd been a recurring buyer. I'm not sure if he remembered me every time, but because mm. I but changed you, my hair a lot. But, but um, you remembered him. That's all that matters. Well, I remembered his booth because that's where I bought the master system, and I bought um my most recent PS my uh the PlayStation I currently use. But, um, so he had that, and I bought a few other things from him there, like I bought a few more Saturn games, because he had a ton of Saturn stuff that just came in. Mm. And then I also found, he had another NASCAR game, a boxed copy of NASCAR Challenge for the Game Boy Color. Oh, wow. And he gave it to me for five bucks, because he's like, it's only worth something to the people who want it, so it's yeah. like, because <laughs> like, nobody cared, and he was like, five bucks? I'm like, sure. Sure, I'll take it. <laughs> yeah, so that was cool. Like I, I scored two obscure games there. Um, I also got that was when I the beginning of my quest to collect all the uh, Pokemon games. Yep. And I, I believe I got blue, yellow, and mm-hmm. crystal. Yep. From, no, I um, remember that. Yeah, he was really nice. Yeah, that was the guy, same guy who gave gave uh, gave me the I bought the jaguar from. Yep. He had those. I got those. I got um, both of the uh, the Mystical Ninja Goemon games. Oh, nice. And I also got the NES Top Loader from him as well. Oh, nice. Oh, yeah, I remember that. Because I remember us discussing it. You were like, I don't know. And I was like, yeah, I think you should do it. You should do it. So. Well, because I really wanted one, but they were so ex- they were kind of expensive at the time. And he, yeah. he, he was offering it for a good price. So I was like... Yeah. Yeah, I'll do it. So I, bu- yeah. I finally got the top loader. Yep. Because I've, I've been wanting one of those forever, just because the front-loading NESs are finicky sometimes. Mm-hmm. And Granted, the, the video quality on the top loader isn't as good because it, it's RF only, but it, I, I love that top loader. It's it's so nice. Yeah. But, um, yeah, so we did that. I found. <laughs> oh, I also got a Virtual Boy at the flea market, too. Yeah! I remember that's that. Where I got my vir- that's where I got my Virtual Boy. Um, that that was a cool. Just the the Virtual Boy experience itself was a cool thing. Mm. Just being like, this thing is rad, and it's like <laughs> that. That thing is like the definition of the eighties. Like it's so eighties. The nineties. Nineties. Yeah, nineties. Whoops. Sorry. Nintendo's biggest failure. Oh yeah. But it's but a it, fascinating failure. It is. It's so... honestly we get. I'd want to do a, th- a Virtual Boy podcast at some point, but that that would be a lot of work. Yeah, maybe maybe someday. Yeah, we'd have to prepare for that one because it's a prepare it, it's, our it's... eyes, prepare our eyes. Well, no. <laughs> Here's the thing about the Virtual Boy. Off topic here. If you set it right, like you set the sliders right, mm-hmm. like actually take the time, it doesn't yep. bug your eyes that much. When you don't set it right, that's when you get the eye strain. So it's ah, you, gotta, you have to I, finagle it. I set it right every time I use it. Like make sure it's lined up perfectly. Okay. And so I a lot of it comes a, down to user error. Well, it's just people are lazy and they don't want to do it and they just blame the system. Yep. But because they blame they they bl- they just jump on the whole myth that it hurts your eyes even though it doesn't. <laughs> a lot of it could just be like the whole um, what's it called. What's the term? Sensational sensationalization. No, it's like they use it like a medical term too. Like when uh, what's it called? I'm sure someone listening knows the term I'm talking about. But basically, like it's like it's not really like doing it, but you feel like it's doing it. So it's like oh, when it's you a placebo, take placebo. Placebo, yeah, a placebo effect. That was what I was trying to say. Say. The thing is. You have to get it set just right, or else it it doesn't work, and then you get the eye strain problem. And it yeah. doesn't it doesn't hurt your eyes. It's stra- it's mostly just a straining thing that really causes yeah. the problem. But I mean, getting aside from that though, twenty nineteen, unfortunately though, that was really the last year we got to go flea marketing. Unfortunately. Yeah. No. But things are I mean, looking it up. Was they're technically open right now? But I'm gonna wait until things semi back to normal yeah so for now it, it's i mean a and i don't really have the money to spend anyway so yeah so it's it actually kind of works out gives you a break from spending 
gives you time, and then you'll come back and you'll be ready to flea yeah. market. I mean, I'm looking forward to it again. Yeah. No, me too. I'll definitely go with you. And there's a couple in Connecticut we can check out too. So, woohoo! Yeah. Now, before we wrap it up, you had a topic you wanted to discuss. Yes. Bill, have you ever eaten the flea market food? And I'm, I'm just saying it for the flea market we usually go to. Because I've heard, like, some outdoor ones have, like, those regular booths of, like, fun carnival stuff. But the flea market we go to, it has this cafeteria. And every okay. time I've walked past it, it just doesn't look right. It doesn't look okay. like food. So there's two things. There's there's a couple just kind of counter on the inside building part. There's also an outside, like, food, like, kind of, like, stand where you can get, like, hot dogs. Yeah. They look, like, your your general, like, hot dog stand. It's, like, whatever. Yeah. Inside, there's two options. There's, like, a rack kind of, like, thing where you can walk up and buy something kind of, like, with a cash register. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's it looks like generic carnival food. Then there's a diner. Yes. And it's, like... I've never eaten there. My my former associates did once because they got bored of waiting for me to finish mm-hmm. collecting. And I, I'm just I was looking at what they were eating, and I'm just no offense to the market, but it was not the most appealing thing I've ever seen. Let's yes. just say I'm sorry, but like the the walk up stand too. I'm sorry, the pizza they have there it doesn't look right. It doesn't look like pizza. Well, it looks wrong. Every pizza's... time, and it smells, it always, like, in it, like, the thing is, is, like, it always, like, wafts around the, inside the building, and you're just, like, this just doesn't smell right. Like, it, it's, See, it's food, but it doesn't smell like food at I get the same that, time. that buttery, like, overly buttery, like, carnival salt smell that you get whenever you go past any sort of food like that. Yeah, I don't know. That pizza is just, it's not right. Well, it's not here's right. the thing, Alex. What I have learned, <laughs> what I have learned in, in, in life is that pizza is subjective. No. There, there's good pizza, and then there's that. And that's like yes, lunch, but, lunchroom cafeteria but is, pizza. But Alex, no. What people think is good is subjective. No. No. <laughs> Everybody has a different opinion on pizza, I've learned. I, I, I mean, like, I'll eat, like, that's it's not that's not right. It's not it's not correct pizza. It looked wrong. <laughs> I saw it. No. Okay. So um another actually thinking <laughs> of this now something I wanted to bring up was do you remember some of the this is away from gaming now. This is just flea market in general. Yep. Some of the booths were hilarious. Oh yeah. They'd just be like selling like so my favorite booth of all time was the toilet seat vendor. <laughs> this guy was there for like f- five years. He yep. had been, he was gone by like the last year we went, unfortunately. But he, it was literally just nothing, but, but toilet, toilet seats. seats. <laughs> just toilet seats. Yep. I was like, this guy has his market. Yeah. Toilet and, seats. And it's your butts. <laughs> There was also a vac, like a vacuum booth, just like nothing but vacuums, and a lot of these booths never had anyone there, and it was like you always wondered how they stayed in business for so long. Yeah. I remember that. I remember like, my favorite booths were the ones that were literally just the fire hazards. Yeah, <laughs> they were just. They were just. Filled to the brim. They were just like crap, just piled up. Yep. There were then there was also the um. That one weeb booth. Weeb. And I wish I want to go back now because now I've like, I've just evolved into a full-fledged weeb. Like, I've honestly, I'm, I'm so in love with One Piece. I've been tempted to buy like actual One Piece figures, not just like pop figures because I just really love that show. <laughs> I love it so much. Um, See, my so, whole thing is, like, well, like, one of the main reasons I want to go back to, like, a flea market or, like, even Anime Boston, if that ever comes back, is, um, it, I want to start, look, maybe, I want to look at the manga, because the cheap manga that they would sell. Yeah. Because I really want to read the Inuyasha manga. Yeah, so, like, no, I bet you could find that, um, no, ah, I just, I really want conventions back, and I really want to go back to that. I want to just, like, buy a bunch of stuff. Well, we're getting closer, so... Things are looking on the up. Yes. 
Honestly, this one's pretty nostalgic overall. Like, just kind of looking back, like... Yeah! Well, it makes me really want to go to, like, a flea market again. And I'll also spend some time with my bro. Then it's just fun to, like, talk collecting. Although I'm pretty sure next time I go to a flea market, it's going to be a very different experience with just how the market's changed. Oh, yeah. Recently, but... It was kind of fun on the Gaming and Collecting podcast, actually talking about collecting for Because <laughs> for the while, yeah. for, for the longest time, it felt like... We were the gaming and collecting podcast where we sometimes talk about gaming. Most of the time we just talk about anime and we never talk about collecting. <laughs> yeah. It's okay. It's it's all fun. It's all fun. We only talked about anime like two episodes and that was the convention and but the convention we also talked about gaming and collecting. Um Yeah. <laughs> but we also just break off into like anime tangents like every episode, so it's we're weebs. It's okay. Yes we are. Yeah. Yes, we are. <laughs> we just if it, we just accept it at this point. But then again, it's acceptable to be a nerd now, just because yeah. everybody really is these days. Yeah, no. It's acceptable. Accept me for who I am, and I am a weeb. <laughs> Big old weeb. Right. All right. Well, anyways, guys, thank you for watching the uh, Gaming and Collecting Podcast. You can find the podcast on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. We are... Spooky. We are... Uh, a podcast made by Anchor Podcasts. <laughs> and anyways, guys, until next time, we'll see you later. Bye! <laughs> oh, shit.